0: Hey, what's up you guys it's your boy dc sweet dreams mma coming to you live from the best day of the week you know what it is people it's motivation monday now over this weekend ufc 240 it went down it was frankie the answer edgar versus the champ the blessed one max holloway and once again people like i told you The blessed air continues once again. See, the thing about it is, I first said that overcoming Max Holloway was going to be a real test for Frankie Edgar. I mean, one, Frankie Edgar has less reach, less height, and is kind of you know getting you know up in age. So this was like one of those things where like it was really going to see if Frankie could um, jump back into that driver's seat as a champion but it was going to be the hardest test trying to be max holloway i mean max to me is like one of the you know more polished actual champions as far as like the fact that he puts so much pressure on you comes to you with so much volume and like when it's all said and done at the aspects of mma he is overall good he is a good MMA fighter. And what I say that is, is he can give you looks at just about everything as far as mixed martial arts and compasses. So to beat Max Holloway, you have to be all the way on your game. Or like kind of Dustin Poirier have to just be bigger than him, outsize him, and maybe can just, you know, kind of bully him a little bit to the judges feel like you want they won more. But other than that. Just trying to go out there and outwork Max Holloway and really try to knock him out or outclass him is super difficult. Super difficult. Like Max uses his length, Max uses his um, cardio, Max uses everything in his toolbook to beat you. And as, at one point in time, host, I think you'll see record for most significant strikes. So it lets you know that when it comes down to it, within like an actual fight, that man will beat you. Like, to death. Like, he will beat you to death. He will beat you till you cannot stand. To the point where, like, your own corner will tell you to sit down, young man. He has put too many hands on you uh, today. So, you know, it was a great fight, though. It was a really, really good fight. But, you know, like like I said, the breast error error continues. And he just outclassed Frankie Edgar for a five-round decision. So, Frankie, man, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Frank. I don't want to tell you it's over. I don't want to say you're done, done. But I don't really feel like in the two weight classes that I feel like you can make a weight, which is lightweight, and I think uh, featherweight, because I don't think you're dropping the bantam weight. it's going to be kind of difficult to get over that hump for a championship run. So, Frankie, um, I've enjoyed you as a fighter. I definitely have. Might be time to pack it up. Might be. I mean, maybe you could have another title fight. Maybe, you know, try maybe another lightweight run, but I don't know. As far as featherweight, I feel like you had to cut too much weight to have to face someone who's a really big fighter at that weight class. So it was going to just be too much for Frankie to try to overcome. Then we're going to get to the cyborg fight. Now, let me let you know right now. Mr. Spencer, amazing. Amazing job. I don't care. I don't care if you lost. Amazing job going in there and having Cyborg have to go to a decision. Because I thought she was going to be a land for the slaughter. And I thought this was going to be like a first round KO type of ordeal. But no. No, no, no. At least, you know, they're good. They're better than I expected. And me personally, like I said, I feel like she was just kind of a setup for Cyborg and Amanda Nunes to have their rematch I mean because honestly that's literally the only thing in Amanda's way it's like sad to even say that there's anything else that is in her way but people want to make sure that that, that that wasn't a fluke I mean like everybody in MMA you know who really looked at that and analyzed that fight are just still sitting there with a bad taste in their mouth about watching Cyborg just get knocked out in the first round so I feel like to put all doubts to rest, like completely and utterly, and all the way usher in. Amanda Nunez is a uh, goat era. All she has to do is beat Cyborg one more time, and like when I tell, it's like Tom Brady getting the six it's Just Mwah. at this point in time, we just we just gotta give him, you know, the congratulations and look at the accolades and just appreciate him for you know what he's done. For the sport, and you just gotta appreciate Amanda Nunes what she has done for the sport because even somebody like Ronda Rousey, with her domination, hasn't been this dominant. You know, as far as like like you saw uh, Ronda, and you're like, oh man, Ronda's good. She's really good, but what if she goes in there with just a pure striker, you know, what I'm saying? someone she can't grapple, you know, or someone she can't, you know, get that uh, get that clinch to judo throw to transition to, you know, her Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. What if that couldn't happen? She'll probably lose, and she did. She ran to Holly Holmes and got dominated. Amanda Nunes has now beat Ronda Rousey. She beat Holly Holmes. She beat Shevchenko. Chaco. She's beaten every single major female champion that has been put in front of her, even the person who no one thought was going to lose in Cyborg, and she destroyed them. Not just beating she destroyed them. Knocked them out. Slap him. So, I want to see this rematch. This rematch is set up. You know, what I'm saying Cyborg has even been talking about the fact that like Dana White has been lying, saying that she never said she didn't want the rematch, and like pretty much is acting like Cyborg is trying to duck Amanda. So you know, once again, that's why I really don't like Dana White. This WWE-ish, you know, antics. But you know, if that's what he has to do. He failed to promote these fights and, you know, promote the UFC. Then so be it. You know, I can't be too upset at him. He's been doing a great job these last couple of pay-per-views. You know, he's had me, you know, captivated and excited at least. So, you know, hats off to Dana for at least doing that right. But the WWE stuff, you know, I like I can't stand that type of stuff. But, jumping into UFC 241, this Daniel Cormier and Stipe 2 people. Like, I didn't put up enough hype train about this, but this is a very important fight for the heavyweight division. It, it, it's going to speak volumes of what's going to be going down for the rest, pretty much, of the year and the future of the heavyweight division. Does he beat Steepy again and retire and just go down, you know, just in his career as as a, a dual champion and probably one of the last great heavyweight champions? Or, or does he continue and we all get that third dream fight with John Jones. Who really knows? But there's a lot of questions that are going to be answered after UFC 241. That's happening August the 17th. People be prepared and watch out. Because I'm telling you right now, that is going to be one of the pay-per-views to really look at this year. I can't say it's one of the biggest ones. But it does have pretty good draws to bring you to the fight. I mean... It has, it has, it has Daniel Cormier and Stipe, and then it has just a really, you know am saying, well-structured co-main event, and Anthony Pettis versus Nate Diaz. These are two people who i actually wanted to see fight for a long time. Like, I like their styles, I like their grittiness, and they're just two, like, like really gritty dudes, and I can just imagine their trash talk, and just imagine how they're going to go at each other, you know what I'm saying, for the fight promos, like, those fight promos are going to be amazing. Like Diaz brothers never, never fail to amaze me with those. So that is gonna be a good fight. But I personally think Anthony Pettis should mop the floor with Nate Diaz. But who knows? Because you know, one thing I noticed with Anthony Pettis is if people really put that pressure on him and really put it to him, sometimes he wilts in the face of that and Nate Diaz ain't going nowhere. I mean he I might not really see him knocking out Nate Diaz. But it's not like Nate Diaz hasn't been knocked out before. It's only been once. But, you know, it has happened. So, we're going to have to see what goes down with see 241. Once again, happening on August the 17th. You know what I'm saying? A really good, uh, you know saying, pay-per-view for the month of August. Going into September, which is going to be that Khabib versus Dustin. Which is going to, you know, all the way wrap up. All some of the, you know, wrap up some of these, like, you know, Lost divisions as I call them. Because you got so many. You got interim champions. And number one contenders. And all these people everywhere. It's like you got to get this stuff together. So the lightweight division is getting its shit together. And then after that hopefully we get the middleweight division. You know what I'm saying. Tied up. But people. By now you should know what I'm going to say. But I'm going to say it anyway. I need you guys to go out there. And give those blessings. People you're going to get them back tenfold. Trust me on this. You know, I feel like God has been putting so many good things within my life, and I know why it's been happening. I know why it's been happening, because I've been going out there, and I've been giving out those blessings like I should, because I'm telling you right now, people, it doesn't take much to, you know, really bless somebody's life. I don't really care what it is. It's just good words. If it's actions, it's like most most of the time, people just want to hear from people and just to know that, you know, someone cares if they're okay, things of that nature. So go out there, people, spread those blessings around. And spread that love. Like, give out that love, man. Show people that you got love for them and that you appreciate them and that you want them to, you know what I'm saying, spread the love as well. And go out there and they can be a pillar of positivity. Pop all single day. And, you know what I'm saying, change somebody's life around for the better. And third, you know what it is. Have sweet dreams. Love you guys.